Hello my beautiful hermits and welcome to the Hermit Diaries. I'm Heather, your weirdo, introvert, alien human thing. And this week we are going to be talking about acceptance. Acceptance in general. Failure, accepting failure, accepting others, accepting your life in general. And this is going to be part one of an acceptance series. But first let's get into the boring stuff. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, YouTube and podcast.com. Just type in the Hermit Diaries. Uh, you can like, subscribe, comment, leave a rating review if you want to. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Heather MacRees if you want some good book recommendations. I'm always recommending those. And on my stories, I'm always recommending podcasts and movies uh, just full of recommendations. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, Gmail. If you want to, you can also send me a lovely or hateful message at heathermacreads at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I like receiving emails. It's, it's different to the usual text message. Okay, so let's get into acceptance. Ooh, what's the time currently? It is currently... 15.31 on the on Monday the 14th of May 2018 and I am currently sitting a little bit cramped but also cozily in my car. I don't want to disturb my sister studying or, or anything. I don't want to be too loud for her. So I'm just chilling here in my car with my laptop and microphone and yeah. So if you hear any fidgeting more than usual I, I apologize. I am also trying something new with this episode. I don't have scripts. I don't have notes. What am I going to be talking about? I don't know. I'm just going to let the words flow right through me. Um, may pause a lot, but I'll try and edit those out in, in editing because, as you know, I'm not a very big speaker person. So, so let's see. Acceptance. Should we look up the definition of acceptance first? Let's see. Let's grab my trusty iPhone here. Well, not so trusty because the Wi-Fi in here is in the garage here is a bit of a slowpoke. So, okay, could not activate mobile network. Let's see. Acceptance. Okay, no, it doesn't want to work. Uh, let's try switching the data off and putting the Wi-Fi on. Maybe that'll work. Just for two minutes, please, Mr. Wi-Fi. Okay. Acceptance. Acceptance. Okay. It says here, it's a noun. And number one, the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered or number two 
the process or facts of being received as adequate, valid or suitable. Okay, so let's talk about this word. I've had, okay, I have, <laughs> yeah, we're going to astrology again. I have my moon, moon in Taurus. So I don't like any anything uncomfortable coming near me. And I can be very stubborn in my views and opinions. But I think over the years I've learned to be a little bit more accepting, a little bit more open-minded. I mean, I'm doing yoga now and meditation. Things that little Christian Heather <laughs> used to see as weird or... No, I, I don't think Christian Heather used to think it was weird at all. I think she would have been intrigued. Okay, so... I've always been open-minded, but I've always been stubborn with certain things. Like if people are attacking me on things I enjoy, I tend to stand up for it. You know, because it's things I love. You're going to to tease me about books? So what? I like books. What's your problem? Huh? 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 Okay. So this non-script thing <laughs> is going a little bit weird, but okay. Back on track. I wouldn't say it's one of my biggest fears, but it would always it would always be something I'd dread. Now with Unisa, I've always been a very good student. I always had my assignments in on time. I always had a certain schedule and got the flow type of thing. So with this degree, I have a certain amount of modules I can take as extras with my degree. So you've got the major and then you've got your electives. I decided to take visual programming. Now, I've never done IT in the past. I did a little bit of computer applications in high school and I was very good at that because, you know, I always used to play with PowerPoints and Excel. So I can be quite good at those. But never with programs. I decided, you know, I want to take a risk. And be brave and take a risk and try something completely different. So instead of taking um, an English literature module, I decided to take that, the visual programming. Now this was last semester, so it was last half of last year. It was the previous semester. Uh, so I started to realize how complicated it was. Around well, towards the beginning of the semester. I was not enjoying it. It's a lot of numbers. It's lots of thinking. It's very straightforward, logical stuff. Um, I was never a big maths person in high school. I hated it. Being introduced to programming was very difficult. And I knew after I wrote the exam, okay, this is, this is going to be a little bit of failure. And now I was always scared of failing exams. I was like, oh, my parents are going to disown me. They're not going to love me anymore. Um, but when I failed this exam and I got that result. Now, it wasn't a bad failure. I was only, okay, well, you can, you can call it kind of bad. But I was 10% away from passing, which is something I can definitely improve. So I was 10% away from passing. And I was, 
I think I shed one tear and then I say to myself you know what they've given you a second chance you are going to knock that bitch out the park next time and so I'm busy studying for it now it's still complicated and feels like Latin but accepting that failure I think was a very mature move for me I mean in the past I would have you know run around in tears and banged everything against the wall and said would have compared myself to my sister of all people um why can't I just be like her she's so smart and so pretty and you know what it's one little failure it's it's nothing it's nothing I mean I don't know what I was always but nervous about failing for I mean no one died it's not like I didn't try I tried my hardest I always do no one died so what's the problem I know for some people it's different because they have overbearing parents and my parents were never really strict about marks I mean I'd get 60% and they'd be like oh well done for passing well done for passing and sometimes when I get full marks they'll be like oh well done so proud of you so they they treated it very equally they were never like oh you have to be a straight A student I know I had a friend in primary school she got I think it was like 97% for maths test which is brilliant for grade 7 maths and her parents were disappointed because it wasn't full marks and I just couldn't comprehend that because that's a very good mark and I probably got like 70 something to be honest or 60 <laughs> let's be honest here so I don't know that acceptance of failure was was definitely a lesson and I, I think it was a lesson I needed to learn because I was I have had a very clean slate with Unisa. I'd get at least two to three distinctions a semester. So to get that one failure, it humbles you. Those are the kind of experience that humbles you. Even if you're going for for driving tests and you fail that it's lessons that you are put on this earth to learn. There are other things of acceptance that I still haven't learned and especially last night I spent about four hours crying over them about I have a hard time of letting go of the past when I'm feeling down which only happens uh, these days since I'm in a much better headspace but I'm still human so I'll only have these moments like two to three times a month let's say I'll have these moments where uh, one bad thing will happen and will probably be something small, like breaking a glass, for example. Something as materialistic as breaking a glass. And then I'll start um, saying in my head, oh, you're not good enough. You are fat you're disgusting you're useless you should just kill yourself because no one wants you and these things will <laughs> will be on a ferris wheel in my head all taking its turns 
and it will go round and round and round. And I don't even think my family realizes that I do this or that I go through this because I think I've been very good at hiding it when I'm feeling bits uncomfortable. That's why I wait until night time and I just cry it out. And then I watch some <laughs> compilation videos of who's line is it anyways and then I'll laugh a bit and then I'll cry out some more until I finally take my my anti-asthma tablets to take nights and then pass out. <laughs> Which is not, it's not healthy. It's really not. I prefer to fall asleep in good spirits so that I'm awake fresh and happy the next morning. But it is very hard to to accept the past and let go of it. It's difficult to think, to be grateful of, of those experiences. Um, but you know, it's, it's something that I'm, you know, still trying to learn and um, I'm trying to be very open on this podcast, but some stuff I'm not ready to talk about yet. Um, here I am fiddling <laughs> I'm getting very uncomfortable um, and I, I think that breakdown I had last night could just be a build up either it's because I keep on suppressing it or it could just, just be because um, I was sick for two weeks and I couldn't do do yoga or go for a walk or even have a clear headspace to meditate. So I I think those could have been been a big factor in why why I felt like that. But I'm learning. <laughs> I really am learning to accept that the past is the past. And if I keep on dwelling in it then it will repeat itself. If I don't and I learn to accept it and that's a part of my story, then maybe it won't and I'll be happy to have a a happy, fulfilling life. I mean, I, I don't know why all of a sudden, because I, I haven't, I didn't even have this feelings after happen. I don't know why eight years later I'm feeling like this why I'm feeling this this deep fear and uh, <laughs> okay hmm. I don't know maybe I need to write about it not in a honest well obviously honest but not really in a non-fiction way maybe I need to get creative about it and explore it from a imaginative creative side I've heard that really helps. Okay. What else is there to acceptance? Acceptance is... Hmm. I'm going to do two separate episodes. This is why I'm calling a series on body image and personality. Because those are also two big factors. But what else I want to talk about is... It's just ex- accepting my life currently and accepting others 
I don't know why my voice is going all weird. And accepting others. When I was in high school, I idolised. Finishing my studies. Being in a residence so I can get out the house. And then, obviously, <laughs> which is impossible. But getting a job right out of finishing studies and then be able to have my own place. Um, yeah, no, that's not happened. Mm-mm. I am 24 years old, turning 25 in a couple of months, in July, and I'm still living with my parents. I mean, I'm so grateful that they are giving me this opportunity to have a, a lovely roof over my head and food in my tummy, but I'd love to have the opportunity to know who I am outside of this family. I mean, I know who I am in this family and my role in this family. But who am I? Who's Heather? Take away the Macintosh. Who's Heather? I don't know. (laughs) I honestly don't know the question. I mean, if you ask me who's Heather Macintosh, I am... I'm the oldest daughter, two parents. I have a younger sister. I have a cat. And we have many more animals in the house. I'm helpful. I'm caring. I'm sometimes respectful. <laughs> Other times not. But um, but like now I'm sitting in my hot car. <laughs> busy recording a podcast. Maybe that's why my voice sounds weird. I need to hydrate a bit. Hold on. Let me do that quick. Okay, I'm back. I'm feeling a little bit better. So where was I? Uh, no, seriously, where was I? Ah, uh, yes, my rolling family. So I, when, <laughs> one of my flaws is that I do get jealous. I get jealous when, when I feel like my intelligence and my creativity is being threatened. And it's got nothing to do with other people. It's got everything to do with me. But it is something that I'm also learning to accept. Very slowly. I mean, I've learned to accept now, only recently, that I don't have any family that can help me with with my future career. Because I don't have anyone like that in my family. Um, we are all just a bunch of teachers <laughs> and so I've I've got no writers in the family I can look up to and ask questions or even journalists or movie producers and say okay what's next have you got are you well networked or or things like that uh, I, I used to be because I'd see my friends get all these opportunities and I'll be like, but where's mine? I'm working so hard. I'm getting rejected. I'm sending out job applications every single day. And every single one I'm getting rejected. I don't understand what's going on. But you know what? I've learned to realize that that all that rejection is only going to make me stronger. It's going to make me work harder. And it's going to make me appreciate the work I'm doing. And that is something I'm learning to become very grateful for. And so, 
yes, I might still be a 24-year-old, almost 25-year-old, living with her parents. No job. But I'm learning all these real-life lessons. Because when, when I was 19... In my early 20s, I'd get jobs very easily because of what I was studying and also through networking from from people I know and they say, okay, this this lady needs a mentor for a daughter with ADHD. Um, will you be able to do it? And I say, yes, and take it and then hate it. <laughs> I mean, I was grateful for it, but <laughs> I'd always be like, what am I doing? I mean, I'm grateful to have a job, but what am I really doing? And and now I'm sitting filling out these job applications as I want this, I really want this. Why am I not getting it? And I think it's... Uh, I think a part of it has to do with my mindset probably not being in the right place. I mean, I'm wanting these stuff out of greed because I want my own money, I want my own place now. I want my my personal space, my privacy. Um, so maybe it's coming from that, and not, and maybe it's because it's not coming from a pure, genuine. I really want to do this. I really want to help people and heal people with my words, and I want to hear stories from people. I want to listen to folklore from around the world and write about it, and and hug people that are a different culture to mine to find this uh, this acceptance of their culture I'm always I've always been an accepting person of others um, I mean we always always say stupid stuff in high school uh, just to fit in but I've always been someone that's that people were making fun of LGBT, I'd always be like, why are you making fun of them? I mean, <laughs> to me it always seemed normal. And you know, people to different race to me as well. I mean, I had a very diverse group of friends in school and it was just something that felt normal to me because, you know, we're all from different cultures and we come together and we we chatting as if we are we are all part of the society that's saying us otherwise so with other people I've always been very accepting but I've never been accepting of myself and I don't know where that comes from I grew up mostly I was born in 93 so my childhood was mostly late 90s early 2000s and I remember we always had to be hard on ourselves in front of our friends and family because if we weren't we were we were labeled as selfish or narcissistic and I think just from that I just carried on with it I mean there was a brief moment after high school especially when I was going to the local gym a lot because I'd always be bubbly and happy and happy and healthy but then lately after that age 21 onwards up till now 
I've always been so hard on myself and I remember when I did a practical in a teaching practical in 2016 uh, I had to always do a self-assessment and then the, the teacher assessing me would do an assessment and she and I would always mark myself low especially this puppet show I remember oh this puppet show I wanted so badly for it to go so well and I worked so hard on the scripts but then somehow I just froze and I couldn't get the words out and everything was going wrong and so I gave myself a very low mark and then she said to me what are you doing you're so hard on yourself you need to to take a breath and and learn to love yourself and I just thought <laughs> I just thought that that was the most ridiculous thing to say. I mean, of course I have to be hard on myself. Because I always have been. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be... Okay, Heather, you can take a break. Which, recently I was forced to take... To spend two days in bed because... I was just not getting over the flu like I used to. I was just in so much pain. But I felt like I had to... I had to help around the house and then my, f <clears throat> my dear family just said no you have to take a break you must allow people to help you and that is also something I need to accept because <laughs> I always want to feel like I have to be so self-sufficient you know I'm not earning anything so I have to feel like I'm I'm at least doing something, earning my stay in this house, which I don't think my parents will <laughs> will kick me out. But you know, I want to feel like I've I've earned my room and I've earned the food they give me. Yeah, so I'm definitely very hard on myself. <laughs> I mean, I still toss and turn at nights over things I've said. When when I was in primary school, I mean, stupid stuff that kids say and stupid tough stuff teenagers say. And then those things will just pop up and then I'll toss and turn and try to, to mindlessly watch something funny on YouTube just to get rid of those thoughts. Maybe I should journal a lot more. I mean, I'm starting to. I've now picked a, a journal that I bought at the beginning of the year and I'm keeping it very separate for after meditation thoughts and I think I'm going to need to write down every thought I'm having before bed, before I go to sleep because that's probably why I'm such a light sleeper I mean, I know when someone is just starting to open my bedroom door and then I'm awake it is scary, I mean I've, <laughs> I've probably scared my family so much by the way, I freak out when I'm being woken up. So, in regards to acceptance, I think I just need to, I think I need to write about it a lot more. I need to be easy on myself. I really do. Yeah. This morning, I did a new meditation. And I think I came up with it 
um, with me, but it's probably been done before and been taught before. But when I was uh, about 20 years old, I bought these Animal Spirit Guide Oracle cards. And I never really used them because I didn't understand the instructions or anything. But they are these beautiful uh, cards and they've got a picture of an animal. And underneath it, they've got the meaning of the animal or the message that animal's giving you. So this morning, um, Monday the 14th, uh, this episode's going up on Tuesday the 15th. So, so I picked the zebra, the zebra. And the zebra is all about letting go of fear and knowing that you are protected at all times. Which was definitely, after having such a rough night, was definitely a, a message I needed to see. Whether it was just by chance or by spirit guides. So I read in the booklets the full meaning of the message of the zebra for about five minutes to let it absorb. And then for the remainder of the 15 minutes of the 20 minutes I set aside for this this visualization for the remainder of this 15 minutes I pictured the zebra in my mind and I turned off the light so I could close my eyes and fully imagine the zebra and this was a mother zebra I'm closing my eyes and visualizing her again now and I could hear the noises she was making and the nudges, I could feel her nudges. And uh, at one point I saw a basket full of carrots and I held uh, carrots to her and I could feel her um, munching happily on those carrots. And I'd watch her graze. And then her baby would come up to me and want me to play with it and chase him around. And then he went to go and feed off of his mother and then I remember at one point of the meditation the the mother came up to me and put her head on my chest and just like nudged a little bit you know like like dogs and cats do on my heart chakra and it felt so warm and you know the heart chakra is for love and compassion and when she was doing that I could feel my sacral chakra and my root chakra opening the sacral chakra is for specifically for sexual intimacy and the root and creativity and the root chakra is for security and protection and groundedness i could feel those two chakras opening um especially after after the meltdown last night i could really feel those opening and glowing and it was definitely the most mystical experience I've ever felt. Whether, you know, it, it was a, a spiritual slash psychic slash witchy thing. Or it was just my imagination because I was tapping into that after so many years. 
whether it was either or it was definitely the most powerful thing I've ever felt and I remember ending that meditation with a huge smile on my face so yeah I think meditation definitely helps Uh, even if you're not the type of person that can sit down and meditate and put your hands in certain ways meditation is just like reading if you can't read you haven't found or if you don't like reading you haven't found the right book with meditation it's the same I mean yeah, some people can't sit down and you know do all that but there are different ways to meditate I mean I enjoy going for long walks listening to podcasts and getting lost in the message of the podcast especially if it's a spiritual one uh, or sometimes I'll do the same with the dishes and then I feel so good after doing that I know your own magic I spoke about Raquel spoke about this um, but sometimes taking a nap can also help get you into alignment or cleaning or writing or or what or playing with your dog or your children whatever it is those things are meditation and those things are things that you need and I mean we can be so busy thinking of the things we need to do we forget to to just sit down and breathe and play and laugh and have fun I mean I don't think I remember the last time I really sat down with friends and we'll just laugh and have a good time I really don't remember that and I think it's, it's something that I need as as well as getting back into my yoga but slowly though because I am still recovering and I do have asthma so it can be a bit difficult but slowly getting back into the yoga and and going for walks I think with acceptance we need to learn to not be so hard on ourselves I know it's definitely a lesson that I need to learn and yeah need to play more we need to have more fun and just learn to accept ourselves for who we are sorry for this very mumbled and morbid episode it's the first time recording without notes (laughs) um i just want to say that i accept you and i think you're brilliant and i think you're powerful and you're magical and you're so beautiful I accept you and I love you so much I hope you have a lovely week bye bye